It was certainly an intense and volatile week this week in the market. We saw massive swings on Monday, on Tuesday. We saw a massive swing into the close today from the market being down to the market being up quite substantially today. So in this week of, we'll call it volatility, what are we taking away and what are we expecting? Well, the bond market is a quite important market to follow. The smartest people are trading bonds, at least in terms of economics. They're buying U.S. treasuries, and the bond market is actually bigger than the stock market. So they've got a pretty good look on the economy. And these aren't retail traders in there speculating. These are people making hardcore calculations and uh, listening to very important economic data and making decisions based on all the macro factors that we want to consider. Importantly, since the Fed spoke, the 10-year Treasury has actually been quite flat. It was actually quite flat the entire week. And I want to reiterate what we said yesterday because I think we're seeing this come to fruition uh, in some way despite the volatility flopping us all over the place. I'm expecting some digestion. I'm not expecting a massive downside move. I'm honestly not even expecting a massive upside move. I think this is just a normal period that has no significant immediate catalyst that's going to push us in either direction. Doesn't mean there's going to be winners. Doesn't mean there's going to not going to be losers. There's certainly a lot of good opportunities out there. But I think the gains in those opportunities are going to come from the individual merits of those companies and what they produce. A very good, very normal environment, if you ask me, versus having to worry about the Fed and what the Fed's doing and all this stuff. Obviously, the Fed has a massive impact on the market, but it seems like they're taking a lukewarm approach, not taking a super hawkish approach. I know there was a lot of hawkish fears, but we're at a super dovish state, and it's not like we're going to a super hawkish state. We're just going to a lukewarm, normal environment. We just had a GDP beat. There's not a whole lot to be concerned about, in my opinion, in that department. Despite the GDP beat, we heard this uh, White House economic advisor guy just talk on CNBC, and he mentioned, flirted with, hinted at some possibly weaker jobs data that we might need to consider and gave all of these reasons not to consider it so much. Again, just a little bit of something. I'm not saying this is a catalyst for the market, but you know we got the hot GDP. Now we might get a little cool jobs. We got raising rates, but we have flat yields, a normal environment. It's a normal environment as far as I see right now, as far as I'm concerned for now. Obviously subject to change, but I'm not seeing anything extreme. What I am seeing that is somewhat extreme are individual sectors and names having quite extreme outcomes. For example, a lot of people, for whatever reason, you know, I get it. We all have human nature and a lot of people like to dunk on others makes them energized feel empowered maybe it's not a good thing maybe it helps us get to the truth doesn't matter it's human nature and it happens and we're seeing it happen 
right now uh, with Kathy Wood Nark. A lot of people are just getting a little bit of a high off of dunking on her. And uh, that's typically a good sign if there's underlying truth behind that and it's not political, you know, that kind of stuff. If there's actual value in the companies that are she's discussing and are down over the last year, to see people dunking so hard, typically a good sign that it might be time to start going in. And I believe that. I think there are, I'm not saying all of the stocks that she likes are good. I actually think a lot a lot of the big ones she has are not good. I'm not a fan of Teladoc, but I'm a fan of Editas Medicine, which she's selling, but tax loss selling because she's taking the money and buying Intelia, another CRISPR company. I think Editas is slightly better than Intelia, but Intelia is slightly arguably ahead in terms of in vivo development. Um, they're both great companies. If Intelia was cheaper, I would own it. Editas is much cheaper, so I own it. And I own CRISPR Therapeutics. Used to own Intelia. Sold it in January of last year. Would get in, but it's still quite expensive. Um, sold part of it in January. I think I actually kept a little bit longer, but doesn't matter. These companies, they're good ones. And they're down. And people are dunking on them. They're getting that high. They're not being completely rational. Not saying I'm, you know, the super genius who's super in control of their emotions beyond belief and the best one at that, okay? I think we all, to some extent, have human nature, okay? There's no denying that. That's that's the truth. But uh, there's a lot of dunking on Kathy Wood. And that's an extreme situation. It's an individual situation. And it presents opportunity because of that. The broader market is quite broad. And I think there'll be a lot of averaging of different sectors. And there's a rather lukewarm uh, environment, both in terms of stimulation and in terms of not stimulation, the opposite of stimulation, contraction, I suppose you would call it. So I I see a lukewarm environment, um, but that doesn't mean that there can't be significant gains in individual names that are down over the last year and there can't be significant losses in stocks that are just way too expensive and have atrocious balance sheets like we work that stock i think can go to zero 100 percent loss quite extreme so throw energy into the mix again another individual sector that is having a quite fantastic year and is benefiting from a very specific set of forces that are benefiting it. I think various stocks, industries, sectors have forces, whether it be innovation, geopolitical forces, etc., that will benefit those individual names and sectors. The market as a whole seems pretty lukewarm. So in my opinion, if you want to get the best gains and over here, you know, we're willing to take some losses while the market rallies, etc. Or vice versa. There's a good chunk of the market that if you do your homework and you, you know, create a fundamental situation where something is not going like it should, you're going to get some opportunity there, whether it be on the bullish or bearish side. Because now I'm starting to feel like there's some possible shorts. 
I'm thinking about going short WeWork. Actually shorting the stock, not just put options. Actually shorting the stock. So that's uh, that's my over, overall uh, view of the situation. Bond yields flat. Bond yields flat. Remember how we talked about earlier in the week? Everyone's trying to pull you in a direction, categorize buckets, magnets, extremes. Look at the bond yields. They're flat. Okay? That's what matters. That's today's video. And until next time, peace out.